0: Uh, Welcome to Life Instructions Not Included, the podcast where we try to figure shit out to make your life feel a little bit more normal. I'm Dante.
1: And I'm Michelle. Thank you for tuning in today. Okay, we have a very fun, exciting topic to talk about, even though it's like, I don't, I can't even talk a lot about it because I don't have a lot of experience. Okay, but anyways, we'll get into it in a bit. Before we do that, let's check in with each other.
0: All right, well, um... We haven't recorded for almost two weeks. You know, last week I I fucked up. We were talking, what was it? We were talking about being productive and efficient, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that I was giving you a lot of shit about something. And Mm -hmm. then we get to the space. So right now we're recording in a library. We don't have a space where we record normally. um, But this is our location for now. And we decide to plan. I'm going through my backpack and I forgot the mic.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I knew she was gonna give me shit. I
1: didn't did, though. No, I, I I like a storm, bit. I stormed out on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, but yeah, I so, was like,
1: "Wow, Mister Efficient <laughs> here forgot to bring the mics to our recording session."
0: We did get a, a lot of planning done, which is good though, because right now, keep in mind, you guys, all the podcasts, all the episodes that we are recording, we're still kind of in that planning mode. You know, we're we're doing a lot of the back end stuff that you guys will see once everything's uploaded. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah we did get some stuff done but you know after that day Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I felt like shit so for those of you that don't know I typically get sick like probably eight times nine ten times out of the year it could be a regular cold but I could feel like extreme body aches extremely fatigued mentally and physically and so this time I thought that it was just a regular cold and I was gonna like let it go I woke up and I was like, shit, I feel really, really tired. So what I decided to do was um, called in from work, decided to go to sleep, couldn't go to sleep. And I was like, maybe I should test for COVID. And lo and behold, I got through my second wave of COVID. So I was dealing with that for about a week Mm -hmm. and here I am.
1: Back at it. Yeah,
0: I wish I knew where I got it from though.
1: I know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: God, it was, it was so annoying because the weekend prior to us meeting, I went on, I went on a date. That was on Friday. We hung out the whole night, stayed over there. Then, then, then Saturday. um, What happened Saturday?
1: I think you went to a birthday.
0: Oh yeah. It was a birthday party on set. Oh my God. You
1: had a very busy weekend.
0: God. Yeah. Saturday was a birthday party. Then Sunday was a wedding, right? Yeah. I lost my fucking keys. Oh. on saturday did i tell you that
1: um i
0: think so well anyways i lost my keys lost my bag full of stuff had to leave my car down in south lake union
1: did you find him
0: no oh okay. so luckily i have my spares Jeez. but there was a time where i was like fuck it if you're gonna steal my car just take it <laughs> like i think i was so hungover that i couldn't deal with it anymore that i was like you know well you know i'm dealing with covid my life mm-hmm. is a shit show um, no one
1: probably stole it. It's probably like no one st- under yeah. the couch or like just somewhere I, hidden. It's got to yeah, be hiding somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's got to be hiding somewhere. But sucks. but yeah, so I had all that going on. Yeah, and just a lot of resting. I was trying to get some work done, but I did mostly s- sleep throughout the whole COVID quarantine.
1: How was COVID for you the second time? Were you were your symptoms worse the first or the second time or are they completely different experiences?
0: The first was bad. Okay. I don't. I think I told. Yeah, we. Yeah, we were talking, while I was going through it. I think because I was right before New Year's of twenty twenty maybe twenty twenty. No, no, no. Twenty twenty one. It was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was twenty twenty, um, New Year of twenty twenty one. And so that one was really bad. This one, it really just felt like a cold. I was able to do my karaoke and dance in the shower, and that's my sign. Okay. If I can't dance and sing in the shower, mm-hmm. I'm done. Then like you're that's really bad. yeah, it's really really bad. Oh
1: noted yeah so um
0: that's -hmm. when i know i don't want to function or talk to anybody Is if i can't dance or sing in the shower yeah i'm good
1: that's a good baseline yeah
0: but yeah no the cough lasted for like two days maybe i wore a mask around my grandpa all the time i was able to get some reading done Mm -hmm. um, type up some workouts and get some other business planning stuff done so yeah okay yeah that's about it pretty much what about you you had a fun i uh... week weekend i think
1: I mean, uh, we went to a Mariners game this weekend, which finally, because they're doing good. and So uh, fucking good. And it was like the most crowded Mariners game that I have ever been to, at least. And I think it's been like that all season, right? Because you've gone to a few yep. this year. But it was really fun. And we had a great time. It was like our first date night in Seattle since we've been back. Very much needed. And uh, what else? What else did we do? Oh, we went to my best my best friend's house for a brunch. And that was like the first time I've seen them since also getting back. So it was a good weekend.
0: That's dope. That's yeah. Dope. Yeah. I think you were saying something about her garden was like super...
1: Yes. Uh, and if she's listening, um, she showed me her garden at her house. You would be proud of it. I'm proud of it. She has a greenhouse. She's growing some pumpkins, which look really good. Like, they'll be ready for fall. She has her own little pumpkin patch.
0: Nice. And um,
1: a few other things she showed me, like her peppers. That's like, it's thriving.
0: That's what's up. That's dope.
1: So good for her because I wish I could have that. I don't think I could ever.
0: Well, it's weird to think because, like, we are the next wave <clears throat> to kind of do that, right? I think that...
1: To do what? gardening. Garden. Most, <laughs> most of
0: my friends don't garden. Yeah, And, you know, a lot of people think of older people doing the gardening, but yeah. I think this next generation, a lot of people are starting it a lot younger. Um, mm,
1: mm-hmm. And
0: it doesn't have to be, like, produce, right? A lot of people like to do house plants or flowers mm-hmm. and shit, so, yeah. so more people are getting into it, which is cool, because you became a house it, or a plant mom.
1: I guess, yes, because before I had, like, I was, like, black thumb all yeah. the way. Like, I'm the one who kills succulents. I kill snake plants. And those are, like, those are known for being, like, the easier um, houseplants ever, right? Like, no one kills succulents. Well, I kill. I've I've killed multiple.
0: There's a sign that says, do not water or touch, and it will stay alive, and it still dies in your hands, right?
1: Well, and I think that's where I went wrong with my snake plant. Because, like, one day I picked it up. Like, I picked up the leaves, and it was, like, completely (laughs) detached. And it was just... It was so dry. Because it says... Doesn't need watering or little, whatever, a little to late watering. So I never. No, man. Anyways. Yes. No, I did get better over the pandemic because I think I'm up to like probably 10, 11 houseplants now and they're like thriving. But can I tell you, I still have like four houseplants in my house in Kennewick. I know. So we we moved like what, three weeks ago?
0: Yeah.
1: And I still have houseplants at my house there.
0: Who's taking (laughs) care of them?
1: I had my cousin um, check on them once since we've been gone. <laughs> I had her go check on them and water them. She took a picture, and you know what? They looked good. Oh, they're, nice. They're big. They're growing new leaves. Uh-huh. Like they're doing okay, which is the exact like type of plant I need in my life. <laughs> like low maintenance. Like super low maintenance. Yeah. Okay. But um, I do miss them, and I can't wait to be reunited with them someday. When we go back to pick them up,
0: it's like a long lost sibling, you know. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. We'll go back sooner or
0: later. Let's go. Well, let's go back to that Mariners game, though. Did we win?
1: No, we didn't. We didn't. Okay,
0: so don't go to any more Mariners games for the rest <laughs> of the year. I'm, I'm, I'm so serious right now because um, we need to make it to the World Series. Okay? But I
1: wasn't like bad luck.
0: No, yeah, we lost when if you were there. That's what you're saying. So we won. Ever since you went, I think we won every game. No. So yeah. Yeah, so let's stick with this plan. we got to make sure we have this routine down because we're going to the World Series. Yeah. The Mariners will go to the World Series this year. I need to win this money. You heard it right I here. I need to win this money. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, mm. so yeah. But, okay, so you guys went on a date night, though. Yes. First date night in a long time.
1: Yeah, it was weird. I mean, we contemplated bringing the kids, but I think just decided not to, which... You know, I'm glad we didn't because we kind of like need to prioritize our relationship right now and yada yada.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So no, it was good. It was it was really fun, really live. I am gonna go again.
0: Next so, season. No, like no sometimes, fuck.
1: like sometime soon.
0: If they lose again, and you're so there, please not do not fault. go. Please do not it's go. It's
1: my fault. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, you mentioned you went on a date recently. Yes. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. Um, not like, all, you don't have to give us like a lot of details about your date, but your journey getting back into dating.
0: Yes. If yes. you will. It's been a interesting ride.
1: So uh, when did you get out of your last relationship?
0: Last official relationship. Yeah, Last right? official so, relationship. 2019
1: okay so that was like a good while ago 2019 yeah a lot of things have changed since 2019 oh my god (laughs) it's like a whole new world out there seriously okay so why do you think that you were ready to start dating again
0: i don't know i think it it just clicked where i realized that I, i want a relationship like i want to settle down you heard it here, folks. Oh Dante God. wants to
1: settle down. <laughs> you,
0: you'd be Actually, you probably wouldn't be surprised how many people are like, whoa. Absol- like, no,
1: absolutely you know, not. Because
0: like, I've, I've told a few people. Actually, I've told plenty of people. And they're like, oh, wow, really? They're, they're and
1: surprised by it. So the
0: people that don't really hang out with me, they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, you should. And then the people that have been around me for a long time, they're like, really?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You sure about this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Although I've been in relationships, I've never said hey I'm like I want one you know what I mean yeah I know yeah so it's
1: surprising to me too yeah and I'll tell you why because okay we've gotten closer to each other like the past two years yeah and for the entirety of those two years what did you what did you say about you and relationships you're not ready for one yeah yeah sure. true and yeah. why because you were focused on reaching your goals yeah
0: right for sure so because I think like even for the entirety of you knowing me like I've only been into official relationships mm-hmm. yeah um, I mean I've dated a bunch of people mm-hmm. but never really made it official and I think that you know I think at this point like being in your early 30s, you know I'm ready to settle down. I'm not really like oh, let me try and see. If these people fit into my life like I'm trying to find that one person that does fit with what I have going on hmm and then move on from there you know
1: so do you feel pressure because you're in your 30s to get into a relationship because okay like when you go to family parties are they're like oh Dante where's your girlfriend or like <laughs> when are you getting married when are you having kids
0: so I don't really feel too much pressure
1: Okay.
0: Um, I, I think most of the pressure would be placed on myself by myself. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when I see everybody else, you know, getting engaged, getting married. Yes. Having kids. Like, that yes. doesn't really say I need to hurry up.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But it makes me want that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's not like, oh, my God, I got to catch up to the next person. It's like, no, yeah. I, I want to have that.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: but you're not like, oh, shoot, it better happen now. Yeah, yeah, Because I not. think,
1: like, flip the script, and if I was in your shoes, like, almost approaching my mid-30s, and I didn't have a boyfriend or a family or kids yet, mm-hmm. I think I would probably maybe start freaking out a little bit. Really? Well, <laughs> well only because, like, one, we're on a time frame, yeah. right? Like, with having kids, or, like, I don't want to be, like, an older parent, I think. I think I would feel the the external pressure, and be like, when's it my turn? But I know people shouldn't think that way, yeah. right? Because so much, so much other things have to like be in place or be aligned before you jump into a relationship,
0: right? For sure, there are a lot of women that are in their thirties that are thinking that way, and that's kind of what dating is like now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of guys think this too, like they don't want to be an old parent, mm-hmm. which is not a problem if you are. It's yeah. just that you know people want to be able to live and live for a long period of time to see their
1: yeah, to, like, up, enjoy right? their children and exactly. grow, up, grow up with them. Right,
0: yeah, because you don't want to be, like, a, um, a respirator when your kid just turned five, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to be able to enjoy and <laughs> run around and play with them at the park. Yeah, but, well, and
1: then, yeah. like, and then turn that around, like, you want your kid to remember you. Exactly. And your child to have memories with you growing up and, you know. So I do think about yeah. that kind of thing, and, like, that's why I'm kind of glad I had my kids when I was... Yeah as
0: old as I was I think I was like 28 yeah if you do the math correct (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) um yeah so talking about pressure again I don't get pressure from my family that's good so I know sometimes they'll ask like my aunts will ask like oh who are you who are you dating now Mm -hmm. oh you have a girlfriend yet Mm -hmm. and you know I'm just like no I'm just chilling doing my thing And they respect that and, like, back off. They respect it. And then my mom, though, a couple times has been like, I want grandkids. When are you going to give me grandkids? Mm -hmm. I was like, first of all, let me find a girlfriend first. (laughs) I'm not going to try and sleep Mm -hmm. around with a bunch of women and have a million grandkids for you. Just playing around with different baby mamas. Like, I'm good. No. I'm good. I'm good.
1: And I'm sure she doesn't mean that too. No, I definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. But I get it. I, yeah, I think I she just it. wants
0: grandkids. And I think, you know, I don't feel she's not trying to pressure me, but like I yeah. know she wants
1: it. I know. Yeah. Kind of like teasing you. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. If you will. For
1: okay. Sure. All right. So, how did you know you were ready to start dating again? I mentioned earlier, like, there has to be a lot of things in place. I mean, knowing what you want. Yeah. Right? Or what you want out of a partner. Or what you want out of life. And just because you are, like, so big on goals and reaching your goals first. You know what I mean? I think of dating as, like, dating shouldn't complicate your life. If anything, it should, like, enhance it. For sure. You know? So, like, how do you know? Or, yeah. How do you know when you're ready to start?
0: Yeah. So, like, going back on me saying that, you know, I want a relationship. Because, like I said earlier, like, I don't... I haven't really said that, right? Yeah. So I've been known, or people have thought of me as a person that doesn't want to settle down, mm-hmm. right? So I would, like, jump from one to another or whatever. And whether they're official or not, like, it's still, like, we're in a relationship. So if we go back to 2019, we just ended our five-year relationship. And the person I was dating, she wanted to get back together. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, nah, I'm cool. Like, this is... This was the final straw for me. I'm good. Um, mm-hmm. We can be cool. We can be cordial. But other than that, like, I don't want to be in, in a relationship with you. I had a bunch of other things going on where, you know, I didn't. I wanted to focus on family and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and when 2020 came around, I met someone. So I hopped on dating apps, not with the plan, not with the intention of getting into a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just see what's out there. Clear my mind, do whatever, right? And so clearing her clear, mind, clearing, clear uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I went out. Um, I ended up meeting someone, and then I thought she was super dope. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm ready to lock it down. And I told people this. I was like, yeah, she seems cool. This is what I was looking for, and I think I'm ready to be in a relationship. But still, at the time, I'm not like, oh, like this is like I want to settle down with someone, right? Uh-huh. but i did tell her i was like you know i'm only gonna focus on you like that's all i really want to do that mm-hmm. shit went south quick <laughs> uh for the people that do know the story like this shit was this shit was insane uh, turned out she wasn't who she like portrayed herself to be mm-hmm. from the very beginning and there were a lot of backstories that didn't make any sense and the thing that sucked the most is that we met during the pandemic mm-hmm. right so right when shit hit the fan the lockdown, Every, started. lockdown started happening so we hung out a lot and we got I especially got comfortable mm-hmm. right and I was like oh this is cool and all you know but like, i I was telling myself are you ready to settle down so I still had that mentality of like you know no don't don't lock it down yet like just chill you don't know what's gonna happen when the pandemic is over maybe it's just because you guys are in lockdown that you like this yeah and for a while she was like so what are we uh-huh. And I've got like I've got birthday cards and other cards saying, "Oh, it's been nice knowing you for four months. It's been nice being really good friends for six months or Wait. however long we were talking."
1: This is from her. This is from
0: her. So. Oh okay. Yeah, she she wrote like cards and stuff, okay. and um, and I was like, "Fuck," I, she wants something, and I think there are certain things that I see in her that I don't I don't like. Right, I was I was like nitpicky. I was
1: fucking
0: not you was you are okay Okay. we'll talk about that a little bit later so okay. sorry to interrupt yeah so yeah with that i you know i kind of held back and like then i realized like maybe i really don't want a relationship again maybe i just want this kind of distraction or Mm -hmm. this sort of entertainment and then like not talk about it right Mm -hmm. so we ended up not talking anymore we weren't on good terms because some other shit that happened it was that whole situation ship was crazy. Then I ended up getting back on dating apps again to clear my mind, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I ended up meeting a teacher, okay? Okay. So at this point, I for sure was telling myself, like, I'm just dating,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Before mm-hmm. it was like, I'm not dating people, I'm just doing whatever that I wanted to try to find something with that one person. This time I'm like, no, I'm just dating.
1: Like dating I'm around. Dating
0: around. I'm going around there, seeing what's out there. Uh huh. And me and the teacher, we were talking for like a good minute, maybe, oh shit, maybe like six months, seven months, somewhere around there. Um, I oh think no, 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 no! That's a good amount of time. Four to five months. Four to five okay. months. Um, okay. You know, she asked me where I was at from the very beginning. I told her, you know, I'm just I'm dating. I'm not really trying to just settle down right away. I moved, mm-hmm. I told her. I said I move slow. I move really slow. Um, <laughs> when it comes to like beginning a relationship. <laughs> whatever so I'll and, keep the comments I, yeah. to myself <laughs> we'll save please save all comments and questions for later um well mm-hmm. anyway so I met the teacher we we're hanging out you know there were times she did the same thing she was like oh it's been great being friends for the past mm-hmm. two months it's been great knowing each other for mm-hmm. this amount of time and I was like fuck like even though I told her she really wants, wants to settle something. down so we actually had a serious conversation where she was like Dante like I have all my shit together. They're Mm -hmm. not like the past. I'm not like these past girls. She knows about the past. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm very open about the past if they want to know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, you know, I'm ready to buy my own house. I'm ready to pay for my own wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, when are you ready to have someone take care of you? And I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Like, I don't I don't really want to hear that right now. Yeah. You know? felt really, not like, too much at once? It was, um, yeah, it was, it was a little bit too much because the past couple people, they gave the impression that they needed someone to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't enough, it was always like, oh, no, well, you're not doing enough. You need to work harder. Mm-hmm. And now at least that's how I felt, right? Mm-hmm. So when I heard that from the teacher, I was like, man, I don't know. I don't think I, you know, I don't think I'm ready to, like, be exclusive with someone. Uh-huh. I need to get my own shit together and focus on my end goal. I can't be distracted. Yeah. So what do I do? Go on yeah. dating apps. So I went on a dating app again to clear my mind. Uh huh. And then I met someone. It uh, doesn't even clear your mind. If fucking anything, guy. it just like clouds your
1: judgment. Yeah, it, it was pretty <laughs> fucking
0: bad. So I think it was... <laughs> yeah, so anyways, I met someone... <laughs> Uh, we'll call her Hawaii, okay? Mm-hmm. So I met her, I think from the very beginning, we established, like, yeah, we're both not looking for anything serious, right? So, th- <laughs> so as that started to flourish, um, the teacher was like, Dante, like, are, are we going to do something or what? If not, I can't talk to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she just was like, you know what? Okay, like, I'm perfectly fine with that. I need to, mm-hmm. I need to settle down. And, you know, if you can't do that, then, you know, I don't think it's ideal that we'd be friends right now. Mm-hmm. But if it's a chance, you know, we meet again, maybe we could try again later. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I wasn't upset about it. right? Uh-huh. So let that oh, go.
1: Poor girl. She was like ready for you.
0: No, nah, I think she had her shit together. She was fine. <laughs> so, so with um, Hawaii, I think this lasted for maybe a year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, same thing. What are we? I'm
1: noticing a pattern. Sorry. sorry yes. <laughs>
0: well, so, not, not saying what are we, but um, Dante, I know you mentioned you don't want to date or mm-hmm. you don't want to become official. Yeah. What is your thought now? You know, so there's que- the same question yeah. throughout this period was like, oh, yeah, what are you thinking now? Like, are you trying to date? Are you trying to do this? And it wasn't about what am I trying to do with her? It's like, what am I trying to do? Mm-hmm. Right? And... When I met Hawaii, I I had my foot down. I was like, I don't want to date, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to think about a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I just want to focus on myself and then do what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, so she would ask these uh, the same question throughout the year, and I would give the same response. And then one day, like she was like, "So what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. are you?" Like, mm-hmm. you you got to know I have feelings for you. I'm like, hey, I know, like, I like you too, but I just can't. I can't settle down. And then we stop talking, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now this is kind of how I know I realized I wanted to, I wanted to start dating again, or I wanted a relationship. Okay. Sorry, this was drawn out. Today. This is <laughs> this is the cycle that I go through. I go through not wanting to date someone or finding a new person to date, then going into not. Or wanting to date around, then mm-hmm. not wanting to date, then I go into a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit all the time. But uh, what I realized was that when she left, this whole time, for almost a year, I was thinking, like, how do I make it work? How you do you know, make what work? The, the relationship.
1: With her, if with, you were to get one in with her.
0: Yeah, if I were to get into a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost thought about it with the teacher, but, mm-hmm. like, I was kind of blocking that out. Because right? mm-hmm. I was trying to focus on my own shit. And the reason why I was thinking about this for so long and not talking about it was because my five-year relationship
1: Mm -hmm. that I got
0: out of in 2019, Mm -hmm. that relationship got so bad that towards the end of it, I said, fuck Mm -hmm. it. I only want to focus on my goals Mm -hmm. because everything else in the relationship isn't going so well. Let me just focus on me. Mm -hmm. And so for that whole year with Hawaii, I was trying to think like, okay, well, can I make this work? Oh no, maybe you can't. This is gonna to be tough doing this. Like, don't commit to something or don't verbally commit to something if if you know you can't give it your all, right? Because yeah. you don't want to disappoint. So when she left, that's when I was like, Oh shit, no, I want this. Like I want a relationship. After she left. <laughs> After she left. Yeah. It
1: sounds like the classic rom I not even rom com, but like love story of like Friends with benefits who try not to fall for each other, but ended up end up falling for each other, and one of them falls harder for the other. Right? They separate, and then the one who didn't have as much harder feelings like wants the other back. Yeah, this is like the classic tale of that. Yeah, it was it was. Would you agree? (laughs) Yeah, it was
0: pretty bad. It was pretty bad, but um, I think that did help me to realize, like you know, you can't have that perfect. You can't always have that perfect life set up, mm-hmm. and you can't always just be like, okay, well, let me just wait till I'm ready. And, you know, I'm not a parent, but I say this to other people, too, where they're like, you know, I'm not ready to have a kid, and I'm like, well, how are you going to know you're ready until you actually have one, mm-hmm. you know? And you're
1: actually like, I don't think you're ever ready to have a kid. Exactly. It's one of those, like, I think this applies to a lot. You're never going to be fully ready for anything, adventure, business, you know, whatever, Okay, Seinfeld. Business. I don't get that reference. Oh but shit! Okay,
0: it's a song. <laughs> Wale matrimony. Have you oh, heard of it? Match- no. Wale, and Usher. Sure. N-
1: no. I oh mean, maybe God. if I heard it, All but right. right, like you, you're never gonna be ready, mm-hmm. um, and you're just you're just gonna have to like take the leap and, and go for it. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Did you
0: you swear that you've never heard that song? No, okay. We'll a lot play of the words, you're, a lot of the words you're saying come from oh, what they were talking about. I'll play it. I'm a
1: genius. It's pretty good. So we'll listen to it afterwards. For but sure. um, no, yeah, it's it's exactly that. So I under I hear what you're saying about getting into a relationship.
0: Yeah. So you know, I'm just ready. Like that's how I realized because it was the it was just the feelings that stuck with me afterwards. And knowing that... You're like, oh, I fucked up. No, I don't think I fucked up. You know, I I tell everybody that when it comes to anything that you've passed up on... Yeah. I don't think you fucked up because there's a reason to why it was passed up on. Right? Yeah. And I think everything else, everything in this world happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So, if you passed up on something in life, if Mm -hmm. it comes back again, you didn't fuck up. You just learned from that experience and this is how your life is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You can't change your path no matter what. This is... That's my perspective. Yeah. The end result of your life, it was going to happen that way no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what you think could have changed.
1: It's so funny because I feel, okay, that's like one of the things I firmly believe too. Like everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or bad, it was meant to happen that way,
0: you yeah. know? Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah. Yeah. That was a really long answer to the question. Yeah, well, I
0: wanted...
1: <laughs> I know you was, wanted to give the listeners, like, a yeah. background and of where you've been at, where your mind's been you at. You should know by now. If you ask <laughs> for an
0: answer of something from me, it's going to take about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, I can't be the only one in this world that experiences a certain cycle. And I think once you understand what your cycle is, if it's problematic, you're able to break it, right? Because if you don't know what the oh. cycle is, you can't you can't stop it.
1: Okay. All right. So would you say you've like recognized the flaws in your dating style or like like what's gone wrong in your dating? I don't know. Your dating past yeah. before? And are you like correcting them then?
0: I don't know. Would you say? I, <laughs> like, you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, does that yeah. answer
1: or does that question make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think you were a better person than you? You were, you know, in 2019 when you got out of a relationship. Like, do you feel like you're in a better place? Um, from
0: 2019? Fuck yeah. Okay. So, better place? Mentally, yes. Okay. And far,
1: how, how did you heal from that?
0: As far as being in a better place, yes. As far as breaking the cycle, I'm not sure. We mm-hmm. won't know until yeah. it's, it's, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. I can't say that I don't do this anymore because I, don't, I haven't been yeah through the rounds again yeah i don't know if i'll ever be through the rounds
1: again yeah i feel like that's what's wrong with a lot of relationships these days i think i think from at least the relationships i've heard someone gets out of a relationship and then tries to jump into the next one right away Mm -hmm. without doing any of like the work in between yeah right so like one they're not even ready to get into a new relationship two they're not even over their previous partner Mm -hmm. and the list goes on and on and so I'm just wondering like I mean, that's hard work oh, yeah. in between to start dating again. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, yeah. can you like can you talk anything about that? Like I think it's, t- I, it's <laughs> it tough. Said, I know it's it's a super loaded question. and like I'm actually glad I don't even have to think about this because like, my dating experience, like, I have none. Like, I met my husband when I was... I was 12, he was
0: 13. They met in the womb. <laughs> or oh, not in the same womb. Sorry. Same they were, <laughs> It's not incest. Dude. We don't do that around here. Oh, gosh. Uh, but, no, yeah.
1: So, I was 12, he was 13. And I was talking to him last night, because I told him we were recording an episode on dating. Yeah. And I wanted his insight. And he was like, I got nothing for you. I'm like... I'm like because we like haven't dated, or it's yeah. been so long mm-hmm. since we've even dated, and like sad enough to say, like dated each other. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, I think the time periods <laughs> when you do date, it's, it's completely different, right? Oh, dating absolutely. in high school versus absolutely. dating in oh, college yeah. or in your twenties, and then oh, dating yeah. in your thirties. When we were like different.
1: dating in high school, it was as simple as like. She likes him. He likes her, or whatever. And like you get like, will you go out with me? Like yo, what's up? Like you circle, to get y- pizza? circle yes or no? Like <laughs> you know. And.
0: <laughs> you guys were still circling shit in high school.
1: No, because we never went to the same school. So Is there that was what Ingram like no, said? no. <laughs> there was no notes, but you
0: know what I mean. It's a carrier pigeon. Music. No, so when I was
1: moving. When I was moving out of our house, I came across, like, my 2002 planner from yeah. middle school and some notes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, my God, he likes you. Are you going to go out with him? It was as simple as that, right? Just like you just need to like each other and then you start dating. But there was nothing behind it. You know what I mean? That's great. Um, Sorry,
0: I'm still baffled <laughs> by the notes in uh, in high school.
1: In, oh, middle school, like into middle school. Oh, yeah. So I, I remember school, middle, but middle school, yeah. School, yeah but... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But obviously nowadays we're older. Yeah. It's like a completely different I might do that. Do what? I might write a note. like circle yesterday. Yeah, I'd be like, like hey, do you wanna go um... out on a date with me? Do you wanna go out for ice cream?
0: Yeah, yeah, do you wanna to... <laughs> <laughs> But no so, so
1: no I don't I'm like, what were our dates? You know? Me and my husband's dates. We didn't really like have a date date. <laughs>
0: Maybe you need <laughs> to do that old banners game to start it off. Okay? that was your first date that you guys ever went <laughs> right. on you guys are already married <laughs> right with kids <laughs> 20 years
1: later yeah so I have zero input on the dating world
0: <laughs> well so to and answer, it sounds
1: so scary just
0: it yes. is well to me it is yeah. I mean so to answer your question about like the healing process and um you know how dating is now when people jump into relationships
1: mm-hmm.
0: so quickly um without healing like for me I realize that I don't know if I'm ever going to be completely healed from whatever I experienced. Mm-hmm. And I have to learn how to deal with it on my own mm-hmm. and be comfortable with opening up to my partner about that and having them understand, you know, I'm still working on things for myself. If you have patience for it or if it's too much, let me know. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. can't sit there and wait till I feel like I'm completely healed and then jump into a relationship. Because what happens if I'm not, mm-hmm. even though I feel okay? Mm-hmm. And then shit mm-hmm. shit pops off. And it's like, oh, where the fuck did this come from? Mm-hmm. You know? And for me, I think that when I do date, I realize that like even when I'm not ready to date, even if I tell them I'm not ready to date, you know, I do build that connection with them, which might be my fault to why it gets to where it does. Mm-hmm. Um... But I do...
1: You have blurred
0: lines. Oh, my fucking God. You have God. no boundaries. I don't think there's no lines at all. <laughs> that's so. why
1: all those three stories that you said earlier all ended up with, like, what are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even so. though in the beginning you you clearly told them, like, I am not looking for yeah. anything. So I'm like, how how does that happen?
0: <laughs> and that's, where I, that's where I fuck up because I think that, oh, I stated where I'm at. Oh, we're okay, so I can talk about whatever. That's clearly not the no. way it's supposed yeah. to go.
1: They need like a filtered version of you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, I do get them to open up enough to see where they feel like they have been what traumatized or hurt and they still need to do some healing, right? Mm-hmm. And then that allows me to be cautious around those areas so it doesn't mm-hmm. trigger anything for them, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is really important to talk about
1: mm-hmm. when you're
0: dating someone. Yeah. So, when I do bump into people, I think a lot of people do serial dating or serial relationships where they jump into one after the other. There really isn't a gap in between. For me, that used to be a problem where I'm like, why? You can't just chill. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're just bouncing to the next one because you need someone else. Serial dating? How long are they with these people? I don't know. Okay. I don't, I'm going to take a survey. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll ask next time. I'll document. <laughs> I'll uh, save all the data and I'll put together a chart for you guys to see.
1: Serial dating makes it seem yeah. like they just jump like really quickly one relationship to the other I'm just wondering like what's the average length of these relationships okay
0: Uh (laughs) so yeah I think That that seems
1: hold on that seems tiring and exhausting by the way or maybe that's just me.
0: Honestly, I have no idea.
1: But again, that's coming from me who's been in a relationship for like 20 years this year. So but I'm sound, a little invalid. It
0: sounds exhausting to someone that doesn't do it, right? Yeah. But if they're yeah, used yeah, to yeah. doing it, then they're just that's fine.
1: That's like their lifestyle right? or yeah. they're
0: used to it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: So for those that don't, um, for those that constantly get into relationships, you know, I think it's important to... First, if you're going to accept it and be okay with them doing something like that, mm-hmm. it's important to accept like what their healing process is going to look like and understand that you know they may need that support. And if they are willing to accept your support, be there when they need mm-hmm. it, right? If they're not, that's a tough thing. Because the person after my serious relationship, she acted like she was working on herself.
1: Mm -hmm. maybe she was
0: I don't fucking know Mm -hmm. but there were a couple things that were like red flags that I looked looked beyond Mm -hmm. and there were some triggers and some shit popped off and I was like yo Mm -hmm. you definitely ain't done enough work bro I don't know if I Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could take that on Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like that's what dating is now it's that there's so many people that are serial dating just jumping Mm on to one person after another trying to find that specific person that matches everything Mm-hmm. And then when they find it, then the real person can come out. Then
1: mm-hmm. the real person can come
0: out? I mean, I feel like people hide shit. Yeah, okay. A lot. I feel like people aren't open until maybe like the seventh year in a relationship. The Eighth seventh year.
1: year?
0: Maybe ninth year, I don't know. So long. <laughs> you Damn. Find, yeah, that's why I try to find shit out the first date. Damn. <laughs> Dating now is just interesting overall. Dating in your 30s. I guess dating sure. in this day and age is interesting.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I keep telling you, you should go like speed dating.
0: Maybe. It seems I don't like know. it'd be a little fun. I think it would be like, fun. Just
1: for like the rush of it. And like, you know, you get to meet how many people in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And go from there.
0: Yeah, I think it would be fun, like they, but.
1: They should bring it back. People don't really do that in like social media apps, but when you just swipe left or right, like just. It'd be fun to just do it in person. <laughs> you like, wave like, someone off. There's, with, like, a convention. Um, don't like them. there's like a dating conve- convention, you know? And if you're interested in a person, like, let me get in this person's line.
0: So, okay, oh, possible. there is speed dating. Okay. So I just Googled it. Um, there's speed dating in Seattle for those Today? that want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is that why you at your watch? Yeah,
0: so I'm like, shit, I gotta go. <laughs> we got about 10 minutes of this.
1: I feel okay. like, let's go. let's go. I'm supportive.
0: <laughs> we bring the mic and the episode just starts there. Um, so when I Googled it, top sponsors, and I'll actually go to the top other sponsors. one, the very top one last, but City Spoon Seattle Speed Dating, um, The New Way to Date Meet in Real Life, uh, there's the Fun Singles, and I guess, are oh, there SpeedSeattleDating.com. Huh. Do My, you think you'd ever try that? I don't <laughs> think so. Honestly, I don't know. If... That would probably be like a last resort thing if I ever wanted to. Probably. Yeah. Um, There is this thing called events and adventures. Oh, yeah. So the only reason why I know about this is because they would always. Yeah, they would always talk about it on the radio. And I'm like, damn. Like it sounds so fun. Exactly. So when I was younger, I'm like, yo, these are old people. They just get together and kick it. (laughs) Uh Like, fuck, that would be so dope. I didn't know it like, was a dating thing. Oh,
1: oh. And it's, like, surrounded around your interests or your hobbies. Yep. Or I'm like, can, we get, can I get a friend version of this? Yeah, exactly. Like, can this just be events and adventures for people who want to make friends? Yeah. <laughs> so All the transplants show up. You're the only one from Seattle that wants to do this. And right. they're like, why is this lady here? What's wrong with her? Right? She's actually from here. Exactly. Go get some friends. <laughs> I know, exactly. At the Mariners game, actually, we sat uh, next to a bunch of travel nurses uh-huh. who had just moved to the area like three weeks ago yeah and i was like oh i kind of want to make friends with them like i want to say hi but they were kind of like a little too drunk for the level that i was at yeah <laughs> and um it like kind of started off rocky because we got to our seats and people were in our seats you know how that's always like a little awkward uh, so it. it's
0: so where you start busting <laughs> heads open you gotta start pounding your fist into your hand you're like yo so what's good so like, I got 11 through 14.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're like, what are your seats? So like, it so started off rocky, and one of the girls was already like really obnoxious, but she ended up being like really, really super sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, they were. They, I, once I found out they were travel nurses, I was like, oh, gosh, I, I can't be mad at you guys. Mm-hmm. They're like trauma nurses. So I was like, I really can't be mad at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yes, adventures, events, and adventures.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'll ever do it. I I really thought it was going to be a like they just got together and kicked it.
1: I I mean, I guess it still could be, right? I actually have um, a friend who met her husband that way. Oh really? I don't think it was through events and adventures exactly, but it was like through this hiking group. Yeah. So she went hiking with a group of strangers. And her husband ended up being the in killer, that the group. serial killer. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, that groove. Um, yeah, they ended up hitting it off. Um, had more hiking adventures, whatever. Now they're like married with two
0: kids.
1: How old is that? She's a little younger than me. He still got time. He's probably a little older than me.
0: He still got Stop time it. to commit whatever he's trying to commit.
1: Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, those are some people's stories. So
0: that is pretty crazy. So I have thought about doing more stuff, but not with the intention of dating, but doing more group activities with people I don't know. Just to meet people? No, just to do stuff. Like, I don't really, because you're going to meet people no matter what if you do a group event, right? Uh Um, So that's not my overall goal. It's like, I want to do the stuff I want to do. You just want to do stuff. Yeah. So, (laughs) like, I do want to go to cooking classes, pottery class. Um,
1: Um, Glass blowing? I thought
0: about that, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just feels, where do you it seems stop like a lot of work.
1: it from like pottery to no, not glass blowing? Well, because there's <laughs>
0: fire and stuff. In you the love
1: fire. I know. That's the...
0: why I think I will fuck up something. So that's oh why I want. God. I don't want to waste my money and like fuck some shit up. Mm-hmm. Maybe though. Uh, maybe. Sure. Yeah. But that would be cool though. I'd be like, oh, I've <clears throat> glass blown something. Or like have something yeah. in your house. Be like, yo, I made that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay. I think it's weird that you just stop it at glass blowing. Okay.
0: Well, so. I'd probably still do uh, it. I don't
1: know. I feel like my suggest for you is instead of searching and i don't even know your, <laughs> your face. Is this consensual?
0: Mean, <laughs> like what did i ask for any a, suggestions? This is unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicited advice, advice. Yes, okay. Just
1: from this conversation we're having and i don't even know if you're actively searching or seeking for a partner, but if you do do these activities, you know, your yeah. hobbies and activities, like your person might just be in one of these groups. Might not even know it. That you is true. I mean? That is true. You know how they say, like, I don't know, your person comes when you least expect it or whatever, which it sounds so corny, but you hope it to be that way, right? Mm. Or you just want to meet them on an app, a dating app. I mean,
0: (laughs) you know what's crazy is that some people, you know, they frown upon dating apps, right? But think about AIM. Yeah. You know, we met a lot of people through AIM first before we actually met.
1: I met my husband yeah. on AIM. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of Okay, that sounded really creepy. weird. Yes. <laughs> it was, like, really scary. Yeah. I only accepted because I knew we had a mutual friend. That was his... Oh, yeah, you could
0: see who... Husband. You could see who was mutual friends, right? Or who No, they... you couldn't. I thought you could.
1: No, I had a friend on AIM, and her bio, like, had his screen name in it, so I knew oh. she knew him. And he messaged, and I only accepted because it looked familiar. But had I not recognized this, freedom, I would have not accepted. Because... And what? then immediately hit her up and was like, is he who he says he is? Mm-hmm. And she was able to vouch for him.
0: Well, the girl, one of my girlfriends in high school, we met on AIM, but I...
1: One of your girlfriends on AIM? AIM.
0: Yeah, no, one of my girlfriends oh. in high school, I met her on AIM. Oh, I didn't know this. And she... Was friends with, well actually I don't. It's either Aim or she called me randomly. I don't know, but I, I called meant, you randomly. Yeah, because you remember, you what remember AJ. AJ. Uh, never mind. I'm, we're not gonna say last names. But anyways, he. Um, <laughs> I think he moved to California, but. Okay. Anyways, he, um, they were we were mutual friends. Oh no, she was, friends with him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she was looking for dudes or whatever. It and she hit me up on Aim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and but i knew somehow i knew that she was friends with him and i thought maybe i saw it on the list mm-hmm. uh, maybe i was tripping <clears throat>
1: okay. yeah
0: maybe but yeah i don't know dating apps kind of like aim it does take out some of the romanticism is that a word mm-hmm. and um, i think so yeah
1: romanticism
0: yeah so it's, it does take out some of
1: that I mean, it but it's one of the it's one of the primary ways to meet people yeah. these days.
0: We're like we're busy so. people, shit. It makes things a lot more simple. It doesn't get in the way of what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with it. Um, so, if you could go back in time and give your younger self some advice about dating, what would you tell them?
0: I'd probably say it's okay. Uh, I told yeah. you learned a new word the other day, simp. So. I think it's okay to simp over someone, and ex-
1: explain simp to so, someone who didn't know. Because I did have to, I did have to Google it, freaking Urban Dictionary. Listen, I always feel so old every time I have to like Urban Dictionary some slang. Because yeah. I, that's how you know you feel old.
0: So <laughs> I would say that to simp over someone is like doing all the extra sappy, lovey stuff, but make it noticeable. Because I feel like growing up, there are a lot of people where we would, a lot of guys, we would do that stuff, but we wouldn't, like, present it to the public, right?
1: Oh, Um, okay. So not just to your partner, but make it known?
0: It doesn't have to be be known, but, I mean, be able to show it in public. It's almost like an excessive PDA type thing, right? So I think that's one thing.
1: That is interesting advice to give your younger self, of all things. And why is that? I mean,
0: I feel like when I was younger, especially going on from your like going on in my early twenties too, I wasn't as expressive of my expressive with my affection towards someone.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that because you didn't want to like seem soft?
0: No, it was okay. more just because I, I think I didn't want to give the wrong impression. Okay. You know, I was I was extremely like nonchalant mm-hmm. about stuff. That's another song you need to listen to, "Nonchalant" <laughs> by uh, I probably I think it's West know Side it Boogie. in my heart. Uh, <laughs> That well, that's a new song. That song, there, I was like, "Oh shit, this is what the story about." What's life. it
1: about?
0: It's about being nonchalant in relationships. Okay. Acting like it's not that big of a deal, nor do you care, but uh-huh. being there when you think it, you need to be there the most. Yeah. But like when everything's just like, casual, it's a like, big deal. Yeah, so but. Um, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably it. Just it's okay, okay to show that you care. So I, I guess it is tough thinking about like things to tell your younger self because at the same time you do want to have fun. Right when you're young, you're a teenager. You're like, "Fuck, go ahead and experience life." You're going to experience a lot of things as a teenager. You won't experience it. Um, mm-hmm. You won't experience in your thirties because it won't give you that same type of emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it's important to make sure that you don't lose your youth. That's also one other thing I would tell Whoa. my younger self is that when I got into my mid twenties, you know, that's kind of when I got into that five year relationship, mm-hmm. and I was like. I was extremely youthful, joking around all the time, wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there were things I didn't take seriously mm-hmm. that I probably should have. But I lost that. Like, I don't really have that anymore. Like, I want to be able to joke around all the time about a lot of things. I want to be able to have fun and just be carefree. But I just don't have that anymore, which kind of sucks.
1: Did you lose that during the relationship? Yes. After, okay. Oh,
0: yeah. So, so we went through. okay. And I noticed that, like, my way of dating changed as I got older. So it has Sorry. been, like, it has been tough, like, navigating through this new dating scene just because it's hard to gauge, like, where people are at with their dating lifestyle. And I guess one thing that's been scary to me is, like, okay, well, let's say I do settle down with someone. I don't like to be content. Mm-hmm. Meaning I don't like to think that, okay, well, we reach this point in our relationship. We're both happy. This is how it's going to be the rest of our life. Rest of our lives, like mm-hmm. I want to continuously grow. I mm-hmm. do want to add the spice, the little mm-hmm. flair to our relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, keep the flame burning.
1: Uh huh. Um, you want that like honeymoon phase, which I don't to be- last for like longer.
0: Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in the honeymoon phase. Oh. Because okay. I think that I I think of that as just being a courting phase then. Because okay. if it's something that just happens at the very beginning and it dies mm-hmm. down. That's mm-hmm. kind of a way to win. So I think of that as being a way to win someone over, right? And I think that that doesn't paint a picture of someone's true self. And I think that if you really are passionate about someone,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: should let that last for as long as possible in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's not going to happen mm-hmm. continuously. It's not going to happen every week, every yeah. month or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's going to be those moments where mm-hmm. there is a dry spell. There's mm-hmm. always going to be a drought somewhere. hmm Mm-hmm. But just understand that you are still trying to bring that spark back every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and that's what's worrisome to me because I do run into people that aren't just content with a mm-hmm. specific lifestyle where they're just like, oh, I, I, this is all I wanted wanted from you or this is all that I yeah. wanted to do. I'm like, well, fuck, I want more. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Now, you and your husband been mm-hmm. together for, what, 80 years?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think has changed? What, what are some things maybe you think you guys are trying to bring back? Like, you guys are starting new date nights now, Mm -hmm. which is good. Uh, yeah. I guess for you, like, what do you...
1: Like, how has our relationship
0: changed over... Over time? Yeah, and like, what are you guys trying to change now, if there is anything?
1: Yes, so uh, let me just say, so I think we got engaged, so we've been married six years this year. So we got engaged year 14 of dating I know. You guys are probably like, what took him so long? <laughs> but yeah, Keep you in mind, remember, they were like,
0: remember, they we met in the like womb. were like 12. Separate yeah. rooms.
1: I was 12. He was 13. Oh, and All their men, Look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of that was still us growing individually and together and, you know, whatever, just figuring life out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Year 14, I remember thinking like... We've been together for a while now, and what's crazy... Okay, this sounds crazy, because we were not together the entire 14 years, right? Like, we had a couple breaks there.
0: I feel like that's normal.
1: Um, And then just, yes, absolutely normal. And then, but obviously towards the end of those 14 years, and not at, four, not at year 14, but somewhere along the line was like, okay, like, we are committing to each other, and... Uh, we should take the relationship to the next step. So he proposed.
0: Okay. And Dang, the same day you guys had the conversation, that. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, He's like, all right, fuck it. Will you marry me then?
1: <laughs> no, when he proposed and I said yes, it, is, it almost felt like we started dating each other again. Um, and we even talked about it, like, a week after we got proposed to. But we both said to each other, like this is such a new feeling. I feel like I fell in love with you like all over again. Yeah. And uh, I think it's because it was like something new and exciting. And again, we've been together for 14 years. Mm -hmm. Right? And then uh, from there, it was like, it's just been us two for so long. Let's add a new element to our relationship, which was us starting a family. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) What what element can we add? Can we get a new TV? Can we get a... (laughs) Can we get a new car? No, let's make a baby. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, we're ready to start a family. Um, So, no, you definitely go through, like, phases in your relationship. And then even after you have kids, that season of our life, people talk about seasons of their life. Mm -hmm. Do you hear that? I talk about seasons of my life now. Something like uh, boys, II (laughs) Men,
0: Four Seasons of Loneliness. Are you okay?
1: (laughs) In the season of my life, like... Immediately after having children, your focus and your priority is your children, right? Yeah. And parenting. And you kind of lose sight of your relationship with your partner. And uh, yes, we've gone on dates since we've become parents, but I think we could definitely be doing a better job at it by prioritizing it more. Okay. It's not something we prioritize. I wish we do. And moving back to Seattle, I hope we can because we have that extra support we haven't had in the last couple of years. And now that the kids are older and becoming a little bit more independent, like, I hope we can continue dating, like, even more.
0: Well, Cameron can't watch Isaac. <laughs> that's the way, that's what it sounded like to me. You're like, damn, now these kids can go and live on their own and do their own thing. Me and the kids me and my husband them can themselves. just go out and do our own stuff. <laughs>
1: No, because, you know, when you're so young and they're, like, so, they're so dependent on you. Yeah. And, like, they still are so dependent. And, you know, I mean, you hear how, like, attached and clingy my kids are to me. Yeah, for it's sure. It's, like, mommy every second. Oh, for sure. And um, I don't know if that's, like, uh, I don't know that that's all healthy. Like, I feel like there should be, I want Isaac to be okay. I, what is it? Like, separation anxiety?
0: I feel like that's normal, I,
1: though. It is normal, and especially during during these days of, like, the pandemic and whatever, like, being a stay-at-home mom. hmm But he's just so, he is very used to being around me, you know? I come back from the grocery store, like, in 30 minutes, and I come back, and he's like, I missed you, like, I yeah. missed you, Mommy, you know, which is sweet and all. <laughs> Damn, but... Like, but okay. <laughs> But, no, it's, like, if I ever do go back to work, which I, you know, do hope to go back into the workforce, like, he's just going to have to deal with it, and it's going to be kind of a rude awakening for him. I guess I just want there to be, like, a healthy, a little bit more of a healthy balance, right? Yeah, for sure. So, that's what I mean, like.
0: Well, so I did date someone that had kids, right? Yeah. And. I noticed that too when we would go out. Mm-hmm. She dropped the kids off to their to her her mom's place, their grandpa, their uh, grandma's place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They would throw a fit.
1: Oh, really? There's
0: times where her son was like, "You left us again." Oh no! And it was like, "You said you weren't gonna leave." Oh. And I was like, "Damn."
1: My kids do. My kids do okay. Like when I drop them off to grandma's house, yeah. It's just like. When I go, and Isaac is feeling like FOMO because he wants to join join in. It's I think it's those instances where he wants to be included too, which I totally get. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. But I don't even know how we got to talking about kids.
0: Just I think because you guys had. uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, because you had people (laughs) dating and now that they're getting older. (laughs) Yeah. That's dope, though. What's your guys' next um, date nights? You guys have one.
1: We don't have one planned. Not in the books, but we do hope to take a weekend trip next month, which is a big deal for us because, like, I have never really... Like, I think the last time I left my kids was probably two years ago for, like, a two-night two, two night or three-night trip to California by myself. Uh-huh. Other than that, like, I haven't been away from the kids, so this will be, like, a pretty big deal. Yeah. And needed, again, for my relationship with my husband. Yeah. Because we have been so focused on the kids, you know, so. That's dope. They always say, like, keep dating your partner, which is so true. And still even, like, 20 years later, I'll just say, like, I'm still learning things about about my husband continuously. Just because people change, people grow. We are not the same people we were, you know, 20 years ago. So, yeah, never get too comfortable in a relationship because I feel like there's always more to learn. For sure. You know?
0: No, that was definitely an, an in-depth topic. I, I think <laughs> I uh, dove in a little bit deeper than people expected. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, I think this was some great insight on, you know, what people can expect from dating or maybe some people that have experienced certain situations where, you know, am I really ready to date or mm-hmm. or should I date? yeah. Uh, But yeah, that puts a wrap on another episode of Life, Instructions Not Included. Hopefully, we were able to talk enough shit to help you make your life feel a little bit more normal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Again, I'm Dante.
1: And I'm Michelle.
0: And uh, feel free to stay tuned afterwards for our 5 and 5, which is five key points in five minutes to hopefully give you some advice on whatever topic's coming up, which next should be how to date in your 30s. And if you like today's episode... Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and to follow us on Instagram at...
1: At life.ini. And
0: that's a wrap on this episode of Life Instructions Not Included. Join us next time. (laughs) Tune in next time. See you guys later.